At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say. Your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Turns and conditions apply. We are off and running on a Wednesday night. It is the nightcap live from the Circus Sportsbook. That is Jonathan Von Tobel at MeJVT, the senior NBA analyst here at VEASAN. I am Tim Murray, and we've got ourselves, I would have said a big-time blowout, but Atlanta showed a little bit of fight here, JVT, in this fourth quarter. It is. Uh, it has been a Joel Embiid and Seth Curry performance tonight. Seth Curry has had himself an evening 29 points so far, seven threes, and there was a stretch late in the third quarter, JVT, where he was torturing Trey Young. Yep, and this is right. What are the matchups that we discussed yesterday when you talked about why Atlanta potentially wouldn't really find themselves back into this series? At least I thought was one. They don't have an answer for Joel Embiid. The last game was more about Embiid forcing issues. He's not going to go over 12 again. They have no way to guard Embiid, whether it's going to be go at him with Clint Capella or whether it's going to be go small and try to wear him down. And then on the other end, you can't hide Trey Young anywhere. You can't put him on Ben Simmons, obviously. You can't hide him on Seth Curry because he's just going to run him off ball and destroy him. And you've seen both of those matchups exploited in a massive way in this contest today. And it opens up the floor for a couple of other guys. But for the most part, like you said, 35 for Embiid, 29 for Seth Curry, everybody else in single digits. And the fact that those two are getting it done speaks to the matchup advantages that the 76ers have, and they're doing a great job of exploiting them. Yeah, and you and I, uh, similar camps, both... uh... Well, you grabbed, did you grab Philadelphia pre-series as well? After game one, minus 110. That's okay. where I'm at. Yeah, I'm at minus 130 after game one. So both you and I uh, in, in decent shape. We thought it would be a 3-1 series lead heading into this game. Of course, 
as you mentioned, 0 for 12 from the field was Joel Embiid in uh, in game four in the second half. But so far, respond. I think it was eight for eight in the first quarter. Correct. Here tonight, uh, he's hey, 12. But he was questionable. All right, was well, so a watch out for it that. It was a right? game time decision. Get out of here. He was never a game time decision. Uh, 12 for six from the field, two of three from three, nine for nine from the free throw line for Joel Embiid, 35 points, so over on his prop rather comfortably. Uh, Still needs another rebound, though, to get to that over on the rebounds as he is sitting at 11 rebounds. is over on his assists as he has four assists, so it has been a tremendous performance here this evening by Joel Embiid. And for Seth Curry, uh, I believe he just buried a free throw. Yes, he is now at 30. So Seth Curry with a terrific evening tonight, 30 points, 7 of 11 from the field, and uh, and then everyone else, you know, like you mentioned, JVT, Tobias Harris, just four points so far tonight, 2 of 9 from the field, 0 of 3, Ben Simmons, 6 points, 9 assists, 4 rebounds, and then you look at Trey Young. What is Trey Young doing tonight? 6 of 17 from the field, 2 of 4 from 3, and sitting with 26 points, so anyone who played over on Trey Young on the point total needs another bucket here for Trey Young with seven minutes to go in the fourth quarter. Yeah, and I think the one thing that was really positive about Young's game today, even though you know he's getting cooked defensively and they're down right now by what uh, twelve points, uh, is the fact that he's only taken four three-point shots. One of the things that I had mentioned in terms of you know the analysis around this series was Trey Young's a decent three-point shooter. But you don't need to take eight or nine three-point attempts, right? You don't need to take the step-back threes. You don't need to go in that direction. Save those three-point attempts for the better three-point shooters on your team. And you've kind of seen this spread out in terms of that, right? But you still need better performances. Bogdan Bogdanovich has not played very well today at all. 0-4-3-9 from the uh, floor. 0-7 for Kevin Herter. 0-4 from three-point range. That has really hurt the Atlanta Hawks today. But going back to around, one of the biggest things in terms of the statistics, only 35% from three. They have not cracked this perimeter defense in any way whatsoever, and I just don't know if that's going to be the case going into the next game. Like, congrats, you're going to be at home, but you have yet to have an answer now for four-plus games for this elite perimeter defense that Philadelphia has. Another three for Trey Young would be be important to some on multiple fronts. Not only would he get over his point total of 27.5, but he would also get over his three-point total, which was sitting there at 2.5. Uh, you know, once again, it, nothing's over until it's over, but uh, with 6.45 to go, you would think Trey Young's going to have an opportunity to score another bucket and get that over here tonight as uh, Atlanta's still sticking around, only yep. down 12, 98-86 in a 2-2 series. The other series that will play tonight after the conclusion of this game, the Utah Jazz and the Los Angeles Clippers, when we were previewing that game last night, we did not anticipate the news that would come out this morning. We'll tell you about where the line has gone in Clippers Jazz in just a moment. Let's get this show rolling, though. It is the Nightcap here on VEASAN. Pepper Luke just buried a three as it is a 100-89 game. Philadelphia leading the Atlanta Hawks and uh, this game going off Philadelphia minus seven. Last night we were sitting around six. Uh, That was a spot that you liked the Philadelphia 76ers. They also covered the first half number. Uh, I didn't play anything on this game. I think you and I were both in a similar situation. Uh, We grabbed this series after Philadelphia lost game one and felt comfortable where we were in that positioning and no place for us tonight. But 
Uh, Philadelphia came out and was up big time at the half. They led 62-40 to 40 at the half, JVT. And now, as we're seeing, Atlanta starting to whittle away a little bit, uh, not making the comeback that they were able to do in Game 4 uh, at home in Atlanta. But still, as mm-hmm. a bank three goes in, down to single digits might with uh, 520 to go. Yep, and look, and this is... This is part of the problem with Philadelphia in the big picture again. Like I, I will, I will beat this drum the entire time with Philly. Their offense has been two things when they've come down here. It has been what we're watching right now with Joel Embiid catching the ball at the top of the key, pump fake and drive, and we'll see if you can score again. They don't get anything out of that, or it's running Seth Curry around and getting him an open shot. And while Embiid and Curry have been able to exploit those matchups throughout this entire game, once that goes cold, if it does. What are you going to do for offense? And right now, there has no dynamic pick-and-roll game. There is no other outlet for this team. And then you see them right now with only 13 points in the fourth quarter. Now, hopefully, they've built up a big enough lead to kind of hold on to this, but this is going to be the problem with them in some of these big matchups like the Brooklyn Nets or a Milwaukee Bucks team. Yeah, so 192. Seth Curry going to head to the free-throw line here. We'll get to uh, the nightcap of this uh, of this evening uh, with the Clippers visiting the Utah Jazz in the Kawhi Leonard news. But real quickly, uh, the second period just about to get underway. How about this? The hometown team here in Las Vegas you know, you asked a, I thought, a tremendous question to John Morosi yesterday. John Morosi thought so, too. I mean, it was it was top-notch. I tweeted it out. Uh, Vison tweeted it out. I, you must have missed that. Uh, but 2-0. Uh, <laughs> Isn't the social media manager on top of that stuff? What are we doing? Uh, Montreal up 2 to nothing after one period. And this opened to start the second period. Uh, or sorry, uh, in between periods at plus 230 for Vegas. It has been bet since... And uh, now sitting at 205, so plus 205 for Vegas to come back and win this game on the money line, and the Canadiens sitting there at minus 240. Uh, but Montreal, is, as you hinted at last night, did play pretty well, had some good shots, at least in the first period, and so far we've seen that here this evening, and they have a 2 nothing lead on the Vegas Golden Knights uh, after 20 minutes of hockey. They have uh, dominated this, this, uh, this game so far in even strength numbers. They have 64.9% of the shot share at this point. Uh, they have, in terms of high danger chances, 8-1 to the one generated by the Vegas Golden Knights. Uh, they're up in the expected goals metric right now, too, and obviously up on the scoreboard. And uh, this is the, you know this is what happens. Even you know so we were talking about that goal that that Flurry gave up, right? Kind yep. of a soft one, a little tic tac toe, but it didn't seem the like Foley goal. That yeah, was the second goal. It yeah. didn't seem like Foley got much on it, Mm-mm. but it goes between the five. You know, it goes in the five hole, and you you allow that, and it's kind of a soft goal, and you expect maybe some bounce back here from Vegas. But I think this is a Montreal team that has been a little underrated in terms of the way they can pepper another team with shots and the way that they can operate offensively. And we've seen this in the first period. So now we'll see if Vegas can turn things on. But I'll say this. We have seen a couple of series now. Remember that this Knights team has fallen in kind of neutral, right? They had a 3-1 lead over Minnesota. There's a Game 7 that decided that. Yeah. Had a 2-0 so, you know, deficit they had to overcome for Colorado. So not by any stretch you'd be worried big picture, but it's insanely surprising to see this start here for the Montreal Canadiens. Yeah, and uh, prior to tonight's game, you could have got the Montreal Canadiens around uh, most spots in town, plus 220 to win this game outright uh, against the Vegas Golden Knights. So second period just underway at T-Mobile Arena down the street from where we sit here at the Circus Sportsbook, and a 2-0 lead for the Montreal Canadiens. All right, let's get to the game that uh, we will get to take in in its entirety here on the show 
tonight. That is the Los Angeles Clippers at the Utah Jazz. What? Well, just like we were talking about, like, again, like, you give Seth Curry the ball. He can't find any openings. What do you do? You give it to Joel Embiid at the top of the key, who's either going to drive or shoot a three, and he just clanks a three. Like, they're just, their offense is super simplistic in these clutch minutes. It's, uh, it's very funny to watch. 71 of the 104 points right now for the Philadelphia 76ers have been scored by two people. And now it looks like the hack of Simmons is, uh, may start here as Trey Young just fouled uh, Ben Simmons at midcourt. These will be, he is four for 12 from the free throw line here tonight. I mean, it is, it is quite remarkable when you think about Giannis last night, who actually shot, what, four of seven? For him, that's, you know, that's, that's great. And then you've got Ben Simmons, who misses the first free throw, now sitting at 4 of 13 mm-hmm. uh, in this game. Once again, you, you mentioned this the simplicity of the Sixers offense. And when you play a team like potentially Brooklyn or even Milwaukee, you're going to need more answers. And now Atlanta's chipping away. So Ben Simmons just missed both free throws, JVT. Yep. He's 4 of 14 from the line. And it's now a six-point game. The Atlanta Hawks have outscored Philadelphia 29-17 to here in this fourth quarter. Yep. So, if they pull this out, and this is, it's funny because, what do we, like, when you say, like, this offense, like, essentially, like, you ask the question, like, okay, why are they able to build these leads, but then in the fourth quarter fall apart? Generally, games slow down in the fourth quarter a little bit, right? Possessions get tighter. And so, when you have more half-court possessions... Your offense then has to be a dynamic half-court unit, and you just don't have that. They they generate turnovers, they get out in transition, the post-ups work, uh, but they have nothing in these half-court sets, dude. And this is allowing a team like the Atlanta Hawks to cut into these leads. So now, you know, if you're talking about Philly big picture, I know a lot of people at Vsin, including myself, you have some big picture stuff on Philadelphia. Yep. Like if you're talking about a series, if they even make it past here, because you can't even generate, you know, guarantee that they're going to, like. You can't feel good about these clutch time minutes at all for the Philadelphia 75ers. Yeah, I know you've got a future on them to win it all. You got that prior to the season starting. Uh, Looking at the way that the bracket was going to break down, I ended up grabbing them to win the Eastern Conference around plus 350. And, yeah, I mean, the way that they've closed these games out, you look at blowing the lead that they had uh, on the road in game four, and now uh, the potential. I mean, they've been outscored now by 16 points here in this second half. It is a six-point game. Remember, they led 62-40 to 40 at the half against Atlanta, and now it is a 104-98 game, and the hack of Simmons is working. Four for 14 from the free throw line for Ben Simmons, and Joel Embiid does have 37 points and 12 rebounds. Seth Curry has 34. By the way, Trey Young does go over his point total prop he has 30 points still under on the three pointers sitting there at two so while we monitor this game i do want to get to clippers in utah because you know i you know prior to the show jvt you had i thought a really good point and it it led to me grabbing the clippers at plus eight and a half because you look at the way the market has reacted we get the news this morning that Kawhi leonard out likely out for the rest of this postseason. That has been the, the, the reports. So I know that that's a tough one to swallow for you as, as you felt like, I mean, the way the Clippers were playing, I didn't disagree. They seemed like they had figured something out. Mm-hmm. And then it looked like this team would be a, a legitimate threat not only to win the Western Conference, and they would probably, yeah, they would be the favorites to beat, they would definitely be a favorite mm-hmm. to beat the Phoenix Suns. They would give Brooklyn, if they advanced all the way, a, a real test. Now you're without Kawhi Leonard, but 
This number sitting at eight and a half, comparing it to the Memphis series, Mm -hmm. home games for Utah against the Memphis Grizzlies, what was the line? Uh, what are we talking about? Nine, ten, and eight? Maybe not in that order, but so games eight, ten, and nine. So game one was the game they lost. Yep. They didn't have Donovan Mitchell. Eight then they spread. get they get Mitchell back in game two. Ten points spread. And then the closeout game. Nine points spread. And by the way, who also played in all three of those games? Donovan Mitchell. Well, he didn't. Michael Con- Mike oh. Conley. Mike Conley. <laughs> <laughs> um, so is this just way too much of an overreaction? I mean, I yeah, I think so. Look, I, I think this is one of those. I, I made the joke, but I'm not. I don't think I'm joking. Uh, this is to me a right side. I don't care what happens type of deal, right? You know, we're we're talking about a swing of the Clippers being favored by five. You know, it, regardless of the point about the Memphis series, right? Clippers are favored by five at home in Game Four. You come back now and are catching eight and a half points. If home court, which we have factored in right now, worth about two and a half points, which, by the way, the swing from catching five to laying two and a half is also a massive swing when Mm -hmm. Kawhi Leonard was expected to play. But now you're talking about all the way to eight and a half and potentially nine. Like, you're, that's a, I'm I'm bad at math. What are we talking about? 13 and a half point swing? 13 and a half point swing. So let's say five in terms of the difference there, a little bit for Kawhi. Like, that's a huge, huge swing here, man. Like, it's just a little too much in my mind. So, yeah, seven and a half. I didn't think it would get any higher. I took eight. I didn't think it would get higher. It said eight and a half. So, yes, I am in. Uh, this is a number that is really inflated and a little too inflated in my mind. Remember, this is a Clippers team that played without Kawhi Leonard down the stretch. They had 10 games without him due to an injury. They went seven and three. Not to say that they're going to win this game, but they are used to playing in this type of a situation. A lot of what they did successfully in that uh, two-game set in Los Angeles was defensively driven, was schematically driven. Uh, there's a lot of things they can replicate in this game that can stay within this number. Uh, Philly's meltdown continues. It is now a four-point game. A shot clock violation was just called. Uh, of their 42 points here in the second half, JVT, 36 have been scored by either Joel Embiid Mm -hmm. or Seth Curry. And Ben Simmons, they're doing the offense-defense thing right now. Trey Young has now made this a two-point game. Philadelphia 76ers are in real trouble right now. This is a 16-4 run for the Atlanta Hawks. And the Sixers have no offense. Now, they go into Joel Embiid. He's going to get fouled. He's he's perfect from the free-throw line. But... You talk about a meltdown for the Philadelphia 76ers. The number one seed in the Eastern Conference, a seven-point favorite here tonight, led by 22 at the half, and they are now only up by two with under two minutes to go and on the verge of another shot clock violation, and they missed another shot. And now Atlanta has a chance, JVT, to take the lead on this possession. Mm-hmm. And this is, this is remarkable. Yep, and this is, again, so one of the criticisms that I think has been a little overblown of Ben Simmons, right, has been the, you got to take a three. I don't care about taking threes, and I think I told you this the other day. It's about adding something outside of just finishing at the rim, right? You'd be able to hit a floater, hit a little bit of a 14 to 10-foot shot, like a little push shot, something that expands your pick-and-roll action just a little bit more, and they just don't have that, right? I mean, we've watched these possessions have they, have they run more than one pick and roll down the stretch here? It's either a post up or Seth Curry running off ball. Like it's, there's, they've got nothing here. And Matisse Thibault just fell for Trey Young's move that he always does, which is throw the pump fake, get you in the air, and lean into you. And Trey Young now three free throws oh, to give Atlanta the lead, JVT, and a chance for the Atlanta Hawks, if they win this game, to close out 
the Philadelphia 76ers on Friday night as Trey Young now has 36 points. It is a tie game in Philadelphia. Yep, and remember, too, this is the cool anecdotal part about this. Uh, there was that new group that was in action at multiple books here in town in New Jersey uh, that were firing away on Hawks Futures. Hawks won the, the Eastern Conference. I think they got some finals numbers down as well. Uh, so there's that, too, uh, that this group had gone around and played a lot of Hawks stuff and uh, potentially on the verge of a 3-2 series lead in the Eastern Conference semifinals. First lead tonight for the Hawks. And it, they were, what, 50-1? to 50 to 1 to win the title, I think, earlier today in uh, spots. I saw a 60 to 1 or something. 60 somewhere in to that 1. Range. Yeah. Wow. I mean, regardless, yeah, somewhere in that range. Man, it's crazy. That's, um, again, you got to be able to execute in crunch time, dude. And uh, this Hawks, or excuse me, this uh, 76ers team has not been able to do that. 76ers have been outscored 36 to 17 in this fourth quarter, and they have been outscored by 23 points at home. In the second half, led 62 to four. I mean, you talked about it. We talked about a meltdown yesterday with the Milwaukee Bucks, which it was. And there's, you know, it's inexplicable some of the decisions that they made. And we'll get into the Bucks net series and what to expect in game six on Thursday night in Milwaukee. But that meltdown happened mm-hmm. against an all time great in Kevin Durant. And you were on the road. Now, once again, I'm not saying either are acceptable but what we're witnessing right now for philadelphia up 22 against a team that you're a seven point favorite against you're at home and you have now been outscored by 19 points in the fourth quarter we'll see if they have an answer but there has been really no answer offensively and uh, as i mentioned 42 points so far in this second half jvt 36 by either Embiid or Seth Curry. Yep. So this is a big uh, big possession here. Again, just operating on offense. Let's see if you can actually do anything. I'm really curious to see what they just run here. Right? Again, is it just going to be an Embiid post-up? Are we going to try to get Seth Curry open? Are you actually going to maybe run something outside of those two plays and those two actions? So Curry's going to get it. But this is gonna, And again, it's just a, you know, a Curry-Embiid pick and roll. Here you go. Get a little bit of space. Hey, look at that ball movement. See? You, but you see what happened. Like, oh, the helmet. You Almost got a charge down there. And great defense by John Collins coming over with a block. And it's going to be a turnover. Wow. I don't know how that's a... They just said the ball was out on Philadelphia when John Collins had the ball out of bounds. So I think they're going to review this one. We'll see uh, what, the, what the call ultimately is. But, uh, yeah, Atlanta with some good defense says uh, Tobias Harris was blocked at the rim. And, uh, no, I think that might have been the right call. We'll see. We'll, we'll see what they uh, ultimately call here with about uh, with. I don't even think that ball was out of bounds. I think that was the problem. I think it bounced off Collins, but I don't think it went out of bounds. Uh, referees are at an all-time high right now. Uh, 2 nothing still Montreal leading the Vegas Golden Knights. Um, Paul George tonight, over under 30 and a half. Interestingly enough, in the 20 games that Paul George played this year uh, without Kawhi, mm-hmm. averaged 26.7 points per game, so up from four points from when he had Kawhi. But he's shooting 11% worse from three. 43.4% with Kawhi in the lineup, 32%, 32.6% with Kawhi out of the lineup. Yep. We will see... How this game finishes out in Philadelphia. What a meltdown by the number one seed in the Eastern Conference. Led by as many as 26, now trailing by one. Stick around, it's the nightcap here on Visa. 
At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is uncanny usa he says somebody's in the house and i screamed listen to uncanny usa wherever you get your bbc podcasts if you dare xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month no matter what kind of entertainment you love addicted to true crime catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on a e crime central crave adventure explore asian action movies on hayah searching for something extreme check out skating snowboarding and more on fuel tv plus the global home of action sports and find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's hit nation playlist there's new free shows and movies to love every week say free this week in your xfinity voice remote with lucky landslots you can get lucky just about anywhere dearly beloved we are gathered here today to has anyone seen the bride and groom Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. COVID forced Canadian racing into a long delay, but they are competing again at Woodbine. Champion jockey Rafael Hernandez talks about it and his recent injury on the Ron Flatter Racing Pod. Penelope Miller of America's Best Racing and Dwayne Colucci talking this episode too, which posts every Friday morning at vcin.com slash podcast or wherever you get your podcast. It is sponsored by First Bet. 107-104, the Atlanta Hawks with a three-point lead over the Philadelphia 76ers. That's JVT. I'm Tim Murray, live from the Circus Sportsbook. The Clippers off to a 5 nothing start, so that we like to see JVT. Uh, both you and I took the 8.5. Uh, we also have Philadelphia to win this series, so this is not what we'd like to see, uh, considering Seth Curry was just wide open for a, a moment. Um, so a final possession here. Uh, we'll see if uh, the Sixers can do anything. A block has been called. Um, in the end game here at Circa and in other spots, the Sixers were as high as 22-point favorites, JVT. They led by as many as 26 here tonight. They led by 22 at the break. They have been outscored in this fourth quarter 38-17 to on their home floor. A peak win probability here for Philly of 97.5%. And, J- and Joel Embiid just missed the first free throw. Yep, and that was, uh, that was at, uh, let's see, 423 left to go in the fourth after personal, uh, Lou Williams had a personal foul called on him. So. Joel Embiid was 11 for 11 from the free throw line prior to that one, and he missed. And now a foul 
salts this game away pretty much for Atlanta. If assuming Embiid makes this one, there is uh, and he missed, missed both. <laughs> wow, that's awesome. <laughs> that is so good. I love drama like this. This is absolutely fantastic, man. To watch a collapse like the and look like anecdotally, it's just funny because. Right, like what happened in the offseason? We got rid of Brown, get rid of Brown, right? We got to improve this offense. What's going on with this team? Well, here you are. You got Doc Rivers. They couldn't draw up a play at all there in that for, that final possession. I guess you get a free throw out of it and beat Bricks and both, and now you're staring 3-2 in the face going on the road. Just and, brilliant. And you just blew a 20s. Right. Back-to-back, right? Yeah. I mean, this is back-to-back games in which your offense has completely and utterly failed in the second half. After building up a lead like that, man, that is, that is nuts to see what has just happened over the last two games. 67-42 to 42 is what the second-half score is here tonight. And, yeah, you look back at, uh, at Game 4, not as epic of a collapse, but still... You were up. The Philadelphia 76ers were up 62-49 yep. to 49 at the half. Tonight, they were up 62-40. to 40, And they blew both leads to the Atlanta Hawks. In game four, they scored a total of 38 points in the second half. Here tonight, they have 42 points. I mean, it is... What else can you say other than that's just an embarrassment? I mean, this... They, as as you have correctly pointed out, I mean, this is a team that relies right now on two guys offensively. They can't trust anybody else. That's what they've run uh, set after set to, and they're about to lose at home to the Atlanta Hawks in, in really epic fashion. Yep. Now, it's not all gone, right, because you have, to give you credit, built up those double-digit leads yeah. in back-to-back games. But you have to figure out what you're going to do when these games slow down and what these half-court offenses are going to look like. And it's hard to fix those problems when your roster is constructed the way that it is and right in the Eastern Conference semifinals. But this is why you hired Doc Rivers, right? This is why you got rid of your head coach. So now this falls squarely in the lap of Doc Rivers as to improve what is happening with this team. As Joel Embiid just looks extremely dejected. I don't mean to laugh. I just, I, like, drama like this is Is great. this and, how, so you, I mean, you and I, uh, I'm, I'm laughing uh, as a D.C. guy, sometimes watching Philadelphia teams in pain in, is, is a little bit of enjoyment. That said, I really wanted Philadelphia to win this series on multiple fronts. I've got an Eastern Conference future on them, and I've also got, oh boy, uh, I've also got them to win this series. And it's not over. Teams come back from 3-2 down. Uh, especially with Philadelphia, like you mentioned, they've, they've built up these first-half leads. Can they go down to Atlanta and win? Absolutely. They did it already once before, but, <laughs> man, well, this is something. So, and personally and selfishly, actually, when they were down, when they were up 2-1, um, I put a little bit on Atlanta to win this thing. So I'm fine, however this thing goes down. Edged so, off it. This is why I think this is uh, pretty funny, because either way, small profit if Atlanta wins, bigger profit if Philly wins, so... I just find this pretty funny. Just everything anecdotally that happened with this team in the offseason, where they were at, and you're still in the same spot, potentially. Atlanta is going to come away with a win. Get it off the screen. Let's go. 108 to 104. Uh, Yes, 10 to 10. Clippers and the Utah Jazz uh, just underway in Salt Lake City. The Canadiens still up 2-0 on the Vegas Golden Knights. Man, Philadelphia, what happened? It's the nightcap here on VSIN.
baseball season is in, is in full swing, so it's the perfect time to work on cashing tickets every day. Our VEASAN experts give you all the tools to make the most of every baseball bet, including live odds and analysis for every game on VEASAN.com backslash MLB, our daily members-only best bet emails. So now's the time to start your free trial. Take advantage of all the betting opportunities this baseball season at VEASAN.com backslash subscribe. The Atlanta Hawks are now up three games to two with game six in Atlanta on Friday evening. And the Hawks have a chance to eliminate the number one seed in the Eastern Conference, outscoring the Philadelphia 76ers 69 to 44 in the second half, JVT. Mm -hmm. They have now outscored the Atlanta Hawks 54 to 38. And 69 to 44 in back-to-back second halves, and they now have a 3-2 series lead and a chance to move on to the Eastern Conference Finals. And uh, you said it during the break, man. This is a young team that's been building. No DeAndre Hunter, by the way. Mm-hmm. Well ahead of schedule. Yeah, and, and this is it's part of it's it's along the same vein of what I wrote about in the game notes today. You read them every day. You know I do. Feaston.com, um, check them out. You know, I, I opened the piece with just talking about like, hey, all of this news today. Let's not forget, you know, what we just watched last night. And I think this is the important part about what we just saw here in Philly. You know, Philly's collapse is obviously a very big story here. Mm-hmm. But the fact that Trey Young and the Atlanta Hawks are are on the verge of an Eastern Conference Finals, potentially with the Brooklyn Nets, you know, at this point is incredible. Like the way that Atlanta has built up this team, you mentioned DeAndre Hunter, one of the key pieces with them not being available in the game, you know, for the rest of the postseason. But where this team was just a few years ago and where they're at now, it speaks to team building, it speaks to the talent that this team has, and to the offseason. You know, it's an offseason in which you know, I played them under on their win total. I thought this was a little bit too much mm-hmm. in terms of, you know, the uh, expectations heaped upon them. But everything has been rock solid for this point and for the team at this point. And they're on the verge of a, of a conference finals. I, I think it's an incredible story. Three-point win for the Atlanta Hawks. They went off tonight at home as a seven-point favorite. Once again, a 22-point lead at the break. And if you trusted in Atlanta, could have got plus 270 at South Point on the money line. That was the closing number on the Atlanta Hawks. How about this stat, huh? 54 points for the Hawks on their first 66 possessions. That's awful. 55 points on their last 31 possessions. That's incredible. Yeah. Uh, Joel Embiid does go over his point total and his rebound total. Trey Young also uh, goes over his point total, finishes with 39 points, actually leads all scorers. So I think there was some plus money uh, in your pocket if you play Trey Young to be the game's leading scorer. Uh, For Philadelphia, 73 of their 106 points, JVT, scored by two people, Joel Embiid, Seth Curry. And we will see if the Sixers, once again, have had double-digit leads, scored 62 points, in back-to-back first halves and have had commanding leads in both of those games, and then they have scored 30, what, what was it, 30, 38 and 44 points mm-hmm. in the second halves of those two games. So uh, pretty pretty epic collapse we have seen from both the Bucks last night and now back-to-back games from the Philadelphia 76ers and a chance in Atlanta for the Hawks to move on to the Eastern Conference Finals come Friday night. Uh, JVT, where do we stand here? Both you and I took the points with the uh, with the shorthanded Los Angeles Clippers. What is uh, 
What are we looking at right now? Up fifteen, fifteen under just under six minutes left to go, and uh, it's going as well, you know you're tied early on. It was an early lead for LA, but you're kind of seeing that you're seeing the same stuff, right? They're switching everything. They're not allowing the Utah Jazz to get inside the paint to get those driving kick opportunities. As Donovan Mitchell Barry, like you can't do anything about that. You contested strongly for Terrence Mann. It's a it looks like a thirty three footer from over here, but you're doing everything you possibly can. And what's good is. They're doing what they were doing offensively in the last few games. They're getting to the paint. Reggie Jackson had a nice floater that he hit from the left uh, from the left baseline on a pick and roll with Terrence Mann. Like uh, you saw, Paul George get to the free throw line, draw foul uh, on a drive to the basket, and then Marcus Morris not only hit a mid range shot in the possession prior to this, but just hit a three pointer. So you're getting contributions from all of the guys not named Paul George, which I thought was a more important part about this game. You know, everybody's going to talk about PG, but it's got to be about everybody else as well and see if they can contribute. And so far, they are. 20-18 to 18 early lead here uh, for the Utah Jazz this game in Salt Lake City. Closing number 8.5 for the Utah Jazz, laying the 8.5. So this game opened. We were talking about it last night. What, a 2.5? The news comes out. Betting market pushes it all the way to 8.5, and, and it is now a 20-20 to 20 game as uh, Paul George off to a good start, off to a very fast-paced game. Uh, 219.5 was the closing total here at Circa, 220 in other spots. Um just real quickly, because we'll, we'll, we'll dive more into Bucks and Nets uh, a little bit later on. But today was, I was expecting some sort of news, JBT, to come out. The Milwaukee Bucks last night as we talked about it, and, the new, and we got initial numbers. BetMGM, I think, was one of the first to market at mm-hmm. three and a half, and, and most people followed at Bucks three and a half. It has since moved, and you can now get Milwaukee laying six yeah. against the Brooklyn Nets. It's up to six, huh? Kyrie Irving, yeah. Westgate Superbook has six. Uh, I see one offshore shop has that six as well. incredible. So the Milwaukee Bucks, who just fell apart epically and did nothing really right in that second half uh, schematically, mm-hmm. you know, and maybe... Maybe uh, Budenholzer will watch the tape and say, oh, maybe we should go after a James Harden who is on one leg. Or maybe we should throw a double team at Kevin Durant. Or maybe we should have the reigning defensive player have a couple possessions on Kevin Durant instead of zero. But they are laying six, JBT? So it's funny. I think I, I, think I saw you tweeted out earlier um, like this morning, right? It, it was something along the lines of who knows. Or, yeah, I was like, what, what's going on? Right, what, 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 is, is Harden going to be? I was fully expecting Harden to be ruled out, and he's gonna. He's not. He's he has not been ruled out. He's going to play. Utah can't miss. By the way, uh, they are red hot from three. I think they are now. Yeah, they are seven for ten from three right now to start this game. That'll maintain itself. Um, <laughs> but no, if you look at it, like, and it's funny because you know sometimes we, there's there's this narrative right that hey man. The odds makers, Vegas, they know everything, right? But it's the betting market. The betting sure. market shapes these numbers. And sometimes the betting market's just wrong. And take a look at the series, for example. It's been wrong at almost every turn. The Nets are 4-1 and one against the spread in the series, despite being 3-2 and two straight up, because the market has moved against them in some weird ways in almost every single fashion. And so, again, you see a situation like this where we're talking about this, you know, you paint the picture through the other games we saw, Tim. Game 3, overreaction because it was a 2-0 series lead for Brooklyn. That's 3.5. You go to game one, the Nets were favored on the road with Kyrie. At the most, this should be three, three and a half, the opening number. Now we're up to six. So, again, this is similar to this this Utah game. I don't care. Took five and a half. I don't care about the results. It's the right side. <laughs> you, you can't convince me otherwise. <laughs>
Wes Reynolds talking some U.S. Open. What plays does he have in pocket? What should we expect at Torrey Pines starting tomorrow morning? Find out next right here on the Nightcap. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo play welcome back to the indeed.com studio resumes are good resumes with an indeed skills test are better visit indeed.com slash credit it is a 34-29 to 29 game right now. Uh, the Utah Jazz, I-, I would say, are playing decently offensively right now, Mr. JVT. Well, I think uh, Bogdanovich, I think Bojan Bogdanovich is playing extremely well. Six of seven from three-point range. It's his first six three-point attempts. But the Los Angeles Clippers still only down by three. And Paul George, uh, with back-to-back possessions in which he drives to the hoop and he draws a little contact, doesn't get it called, but they've heard like three straight possessions where Marcus Morris was working in isolation. Sorry, th- this is a Paul George game. Marcus Morris, you're <laughs> off ball, you're taking some shots if you're open, but those possessions are lost, and now you get two buckets with Paul George in control. Let's see if they can keep doing this. Boyan Bogdanovich, if you played his over tonight, uh, you can go ahead and cash that ticket. He has 18 points. <laughs> his, his points yeah, I mean, there was, was 17 and a half for the I, game. I know we got West. There, there was one possession where... He literally didn't move. Like he just, he was just on the left wing, and he had Luke Kennard just doing this, right, like in his face, and he's just staring into Kennard. He goes, 
Yeah, I'll pull up. And like, no movement. No no trying to create separation and just drains it. So, and by the way, ridiculous it's a tie so. game right now. Luke Kennard just hit a three. So uh, You're taking hey. the best punch and you're tied right now. So that's a really good the, start. The for eight LA. and a half, I'll, 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 I'm all right. You know, they, they couldn't miss and uh, now a chance to take the lead. All right, let's get the West U.S. Open at Torrey Pines tomorrow. Uh, starts tomorrow and uh, a lot of interesting storylines. Uh, I know that you, I, I think, if I read correctly in Point Spread Weekly, uh, are intrigued about John Rahm, the favorite uh, in, in the uh, in the field. So, what about John Rahm? You know, is it just how he was playing before the COVID situation, and do you think that carries over into Tory Pines? It's a couple different things, Tim and John, and it's basically first it's being a creature of habit as a better, which we all can be. And I pretty much bet this guy every major because. I'm always of the, it's not a matter of if, but when he's going to get it done. And look, he comes off some adversity here. He, of course, had a six-shot lead a couple weeks ago at the Memorial Tournament. And then they tell him right as he's coming off the 18th green while the cameras are still rolling on CBS, hey, you tested positive for COVID-19, and he had to withdraw from the tournament. So obviously blew a chance to get a big win there. But let's not forget the lead there. He was up by six shots heading into Sunday over one of the best fields of the year with 11 of the top 15 players in the world participating. So it also bears in mind that his first career professional worldwide win was right here at Torrey Pines 2017 for the Farmers Insurance Open. Different setup this week, obviously, for a U.S. Open thicker rough, and it's going to be a par 71, so it's going to be a play tougher than certainly his first win back in 2017. But I think he's kind of got a little bit of that hot temper that's going to work for him this time, really, because if you look what happened after he had to withdraw from the tournament, we kind of live in this social media world where it's like kill first and ask questions later, and they're like, oh, why why weren't you vaccinated, or why didn't you do this or do that? Well, it turns out he had had his first shot of the vaccine, but he was still in that window, and he tested positive for COVID-19, so... Now he's kind of coming out, and he's been hearing all this, like, really motivated, I think, going forward. And, and I usually don't like the favorite, Tim, but I went with him this week. So, Wes, you know, a, a big topic, of course, is the, the redesign a while back, right, like Phil, right? Everybody's in on Phil, but Phil has not been the greatest on this course since the redesign. So if we factor that in, we talk about course history a lot. Who are some of the golfers that stick out in terms of course history since the redesign? Yeah, I think you got to look, and, and I hate to say it, I know he's top 10 Tony, and he's never get a yes. win, Tony, but Tony Finau <laughs> here is always one of the guys at Torrey Pines that has such good form. If you look at what he has done as a professional on this course, was tied for second earlier this year behind Patrick Reed, who did win by five shots, but had a second, a six, 13, six, four, 18, and 24. Those are his starts on this course as a professional. Lacks the victory here, but he is a horse for the course. Two runner-ups at Riviera, including earlier this year to Max Homa, who I also took as my long shot at over 100-1. to And he's on these Poa greens, and I think these are really the best putting surfaces for Tony Finau, but we know the story with him. He doesn't always put everything together. Either he puts great, but he's erratic off the tee, or he's great with the ball striking and can't make a putt. So, He's just got to put it all together, I think, when he really needs it here. And then when I talked about tied for second, Victor Hoblin was also tied for second earlier this year. And he's a young guy, and a lot of people don't like young guys at the U.S. Open. 
But we saw it with Colin Marikawa at the PGA. These guys, just because they're 22 and 23 and 24 years old, doesn't mean they're not ready to win majors. And he was really the only guy, if you go back to that tournament in late January in San Diego, he was the only guy to kind of go chase down Patrick Reed and then leaked a little oil with a couple holes to play because he was about three back. So you got to take some risks if you want to catch the leader. Ended up settling for a tie for second. So when you look at the, at the form, I mean, those couple guys, and I mentioned Max Homa who won at Riviera earlier this year, these Poa greens and this Kikuya rough that's going to be very thick. The only time you see this Kikuya grass is actually at Riviera for the Genesis Invitational in L.A. So I think the familiarity with those courses are going to benefit some of these players. Talking to Wes Reynolds, co-host of The Long Shots. You can check out the podcast. Uh, also read all his work, vcin.com, and subscribe to Point Spread Weekly uh, as his full breakdown there, uh, including his picks. Xander Shoffley is a guy that has played well uh, in majors, um, certainly, you know, top 10, top fives, and he's a local. Yeah, he's a guy with familiarity uh, being from that San Diego area. So around, I think I've seen most recently around 18 to 1 or 20 to 1 or so, uh, you know, sim- drifting south a little bit for Xander Shoffley. But what do you think about Shoffley's chances at Torrey Pines? Yeah, you look at him for the U.S. Open, Tim. He's played four career U.S. Opens. He's been fifth, sixth, third, and fifth. And recall, he also was the one, the only one that kind of, I think, really put a little bit of pressure on Hideki Matsuyama a couple months ago at the Masters before he put that one in the drink on 16 and settled for third. So he's got five top fives and seven top tens in majors over the last four and a half seasons. This is a guy that Matt Humans and I bet all the time, and we end up getting our hearts broken <laughs> every single time. But we're going back for seconds, thirds, fourths, fifths, what have you, because I, this guy has the game to win the major. It's just to go ahead and put it together. And ironically enough, you mentioned that he's a San Diego native, of course, played his college golf at San Diego State, but he had never really gone very well on this course until earlier this year where he was tied for second. So that course, albeit not a U.S. Open setup, it had been the redesign had been done. So they had lengthened the course. So there's not going to be too many differences. I think with the exception of obviously the rough and the speed of the greens and the thicker air in the summer in San Diego. So there's not going to be too much differences in terms of the courses that these guys played earlier in January. Wes, uh, either specific golfers or the makeup of golfer that we think uh, should be avoided this week or maybe even potentially actively faded as we go into uh, the first round. Yeah, when I was looking here to kind of see maybe some guys that I would look a little bit down the board. In terms of one of the guys that is near the top, I don't know about Jordan Spieth here. Look, now when I say that, when I say, oh, I don't know about Jordan Spieth, he goes ahead and makes every putt and holds every bunker shot. That's just what he does, and that's how he wins. But he's not a big hitter off the tee, really, here. This is a course where maybe the power is going to be a little bit of a disadvantage. You kind of saw it at the PGA where he didn't play very well at Kiwa. Sometimes there are courses that are maybe a little bit too big for him, and he has to be so precise, I think, with the iron. So Jordan Spieth and then maybe another guy to look at fading, but be careful in terms of the matchups that you can find against him. I understand why people bet what they see last, and they do that pretty much in all sports, but Phil Mickelson getting so much love this week 
is a little bit baffling to me because he does have three wins on this course. He is from San Diego, or lived in San Diego for a long time, but those wins were back in the mid-2000s. And this is the U.S. Open, and this is the one major he doesn't have for the career Grand Slam. But the problem with Phil, he still can't hit fairways. He got away with it at the PGA because they were wide and you didn't have a lot of rough. Even if you missed fairways, you could escape and you could chunk out of it a little bit. You're not going to be able to chunk out of this deep stuff if you're Phil Mickelson. I know he just turned 51 today, and I'm burying him, so happy birthday, Phil, if you're listening. <laughs> sorry sorry for crushing uh, your hopes here, but all these books around town, I was talking to Nick Bogdanovich at William Hill last night, they are, they are dead to rights with Phil, so to speak, here. They have a ton of exposure on him, but I don't know. I think he might make the cut, but that's about the best he can do. I don't think he's going to contend here at all. Yeah, I, I agree. And, uh, yeah, we will see uh, what ultimately happens with Phil. I was looking for matchups. I was texting you last night, seeing if there was any matchups to fade him. And there really aren't many in town. Uh, the only one I saw was uh, him against Lee Westwood, who just got married and is on his honeymoon. So I was going to stay away from that. Uh, real quickly, we got less than a minute, uh, Wes. Uh, you mentioned Homa is, uh, is a long shot. What's another long shot you got for this week? Yeah, Jason Kokrak, 66-1, to who Matt Humans and I both landed on a couple weeks ago at the Colonial. He was dueling with Jordan Spieth down there in Fort Worth. Got it done. Big hitter off the tee, very good putter, very good touch around the green, so I like him. And also look out for Scotty Scheffler at about 50-plus to 1. Usually you don't break your maiden in terms of your first professional PGA Tour win at the U.S. Open, but this is a guy that has the talent to do it. And look at total driving, and that's distance plus accuracy. Number one on the PGA Tour is one Scotty Scheffler. Yeah, I took a little uh, piece of uh, Jason Kokrak. As I say, I always just listen to smart people, uh, and uh, I, will, I will roll with that. I listen to JVT about uh, taking the Clippers here in this game. Wes, appreciate it, man, and uh, we'll talk to you uh, as the week goes on. All right, guys. Thanks for having me on. Have a good night. There he is, Wes Reynolds, co-host of The Long Shots. Point spread weekly, VEASAN.com, all that good stuff and all over uh, the spot. You feeling good right now? I think it's first quarter or second quarter. You feel what you feel. Man, you would have been – you play sports. I feel like your mentality just even keel. Right, man. Never get too high, never get too low. Having said that, Reggie Jack. It's the nightcap. We'll get you updated. Clippers and Jazz right here on VEASAN. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. 
Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeartRadio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play.